Welcome to Motivation. A show for females that need more awesomeness and want more happiness in this world. Motivation, inspiration, tips, good stories, laughter, and balance. My awesome co-super women in this swirling sisterhood of power. Let's fire up that motivation and let's dive in. With, of course, your happy host, me, Monica. this motivational monday again <laughs> episode four already of season two of motivation and all ladies and perhaps some gentlemen today we are going to have a big one it's gonna be a big big and fat and huge subject you're fat Look at her face. Oh my God, look at that woman. Look at that girl. Eh, disgusting. Or two. I don't like my boobs. I don't like my butt. My legs are too big. My face, my ears, my everything. Well, let's put a filter on it and make everything better, right? Wrong. Today, me and my amazing guest of today are talking about body image and body shaming. It needs to stop. But before we talk about that, let me start this show first. Welcome, my dear listeners and motivators. If you still have no idea who I am, well, I am your host. I am Monica Elfing. I'm a speaker and coach for women in life, health and business. As everything is connected and my goal is to get all the aspects in your life in balance. So if you want to work with me, need my help with achieving your goals, need a cheerleader or you just want to have a chat or connect, then as always, get your phone, head down to my Instagram um, or you can go to my website there too at her Amazonian health or at Instagram Monica underscore coach for women and we can talk more there. But now... Are you ready? Because I know I sure am. I am so excited to dive into this episode with the amazing Kaylee Sims. Yes, I know. And as I said before, the chosen subject of today is body image and body shaming. And in her own words, she says, it's my passion to help women feel good in their own skin regardless of what size they are. I don't stand for people commenting or body shaming. It is wrong and it's not okay. Women should be allowed to exist in this world and enjoy life no matter what their body looks like. Shit, I love that when somebody just fights for that, isn't it? Kaylee Sims, all the way from the UK, I know, I'm calling from Australia to the UK now, is super big on Instagram with around 65,000 followers where she shares positive and uplifting videos all about body acceptance and self-love. 
She is all about positive body image and is also a health and fitness expert helping women to find peace with their bodies, reclaim power over their own self-worth to transform their body image and of course practice self-love. She now coaches hundreds of women to unlearn negative ways of thinking about their bodies and freedom of any unnecessary shame or feelings of unworthiness. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, before we dive into this amazing show with Kaylee, I just need to tell you guys something. As I am also reaching out maybe for a little help here, but we had, um, yes, a couple of issues when we, after we did the show, as I was editing, something went wrong with the, with the sound. Uh, it was maybe... Um, something that went wrong in the software I'm still figuring it out but so I just want to let you know that the audio of this show is not the same quality as you so used to so I'm very sorry and I love editing in Premiere Pro and Audacity but I just can't seem to fix it so if anybody out there listens to this now and knows exactly how I can make this better because I've pretty much watched every YouTube video (laughs) what's out there just to fix this but I have no idea anymore so if you do please let me know but please be kind because it's all about the message which in the show as Kaylee is just amazing and you will definitely enjoy this show so thank you so much and now we are going to start Kaylee Kaylee thank you so much to be on today's show Oh my god! That was, I was like, "Is that me?" Oh my god, I'm amazing. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you are, and it's so funny. And I do this, you know, I do the bias of everybody, and then they listen to yourself, and like, and it feels sometimes that you listen to somebody, and you're like, "That is me." Oh my shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Great. Um. So, Kaylee, I always have two introduction guests or introduction questions for my guests. So let's start with the first one. What is something that motivates you and always will? Uh, Life. I mean, why shouldn't it? Life is amazing. Um, And that's what motivates me to get up every day is because what is today going to offer me? Why wouldn't I want to get up and see what today is going to bring? Who am I going to meet? Who Whose life am I going to change? So life is something that motivates me every single day. (gasps) <gasps> that just just got me chills. Good. And the next one, and this is a big one, but it could, you know, start small. If you could change something in the world, what would you change? Uh, body shaming, commenting on bodies. It it, it's, it should be illegal. Yeah. So it's that's bullying. A, it is bullying. Absolutely, it's bullying. But people just get away with it. Like it's yeah. a, a comment that you, everyone can just say. But the thing that I think we forget is that words stay with you and I remember you know as a child someone's a comment on your body that stays with you and it doesn't go and I that's why I feel like we do have to be very careful with the words that we're saying to people because they stay and that and it can it can take a very long time to rebuild that back up yeah exactly yeah and I know so because of that, we are going to dive into this subject even more. We're going to go so deep into this. And you chose that subject for today's show. And the message that you want to put out there is to motivate and inspire others with 
you know, body acceptance and self-love. With that, we, as I said, we are talking about body shame today, about body shaming and negative self-beliefs. So tell us something about this and where you feel this is coming from. Well, for me, for a personal journey, since I was in society, middle school, maybe 10, 11, and we understood words and we were understanding magazines and how our parents were talking, it kind of ingrains you and when you hear your parents maybe talking negatively about their bodies or you see bullying happening happening and it's body shaming it makes you then to start look at your body and be like well I have fat too and I have stretch marks and I have all of these things and people are bullying people for it so then I must be wrong and that's where it started for me and I grew up um, quite chubby but I was made to feel insecure about that So then uh, as soon as I kind of left school and I got into the real world and got a job and the weight was kind of coming on a little bit, I was made by the media and peers to feel bad about my body, although it it may not have been verbally said to me, but the the messaging was clear. The messaging was clear that I needed to have a smaller body to be lovable, acceptable, to be sexy, to be confident. I needed to have that. So then I started going on these diets. And these diets would make me lose weight, then I'd gain weight back and even more. And it was just this vicious cycle of lose weight, gain weight, feeling horrible about myself, feeling shame every time I ate something that wasn't on plan. And I did that for 10 years. And in those 10 years, I developed um, disordered eating, which I didn't know I had because the diet plan said that this was okay, that I could do this. But actually, when you look into it, what I was doing was disordered eating. And I did that for, for 10 years. And it wasn't until I I was following this gal on social media and she was in the health and fitness and I was in health and fitness. And she started talking about disordered eating and dieting and how diets don't work. And my mind just blew up and I was kind of angry at her because I had been teaching now how to lose weight and, and how to be healthy to all of my clients. And now she's telling me that what I was doing was giving them disordered eating. And I I was yeah, angry at her and I kind of just swiped past and I was like, she doesn't know what she's talking about. Like she's not being healthy. Like, you know, and then I must be following people that follow mm. her as well. So I was going for their stories and they were like, you must go and look at Ashley's stories. And I'm like, what are these people all about? Yeah, what are they? So I was like, okay, I'm going to go back. And I listened to her ramble on her stories. And my mind kind of, it opened up, it blew up. And I was like, uh, it, what she's saying when I really ask myself is true. It, and I and I need to understand this. And then I started, I can't remember the exact route I went on, but I must have brought the books, followed more people on social media. And the more I dove into it, the more I was like, I've given myself disordered eating. I've given my clients probably disordered eating. And I immediately went in and did a live with my clients and just told them everything. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I'm, so I'm now, go, I said, I'm now going on this journey to heal my relationship with food, you can come with me because I, I I can't control if people want to diet and go on diet plans, they can do that. That's absolutely fine. But I wanted to first heal my relationship and bring them with me and then really dive into proper nutrition where 
you're not eliminating food. You're not going on a fad diet and you're not following stupid rules. I now believe that all food should be in your life and it's listening to your body when you're hungry and when you're full and actually what do you want to feel like? Not following a, a certain plan that's going to, if you if you fall off that plan, then you're bad and you're shame. And that's all the things that we all felt. And that's what I didn't want to happen. So as I was healing my relationship with food with my clients, then came having to heal my relationship with my body. And all these other thoughts are now coming up because essentially we use food to control our body. When we go on a diet, it's to control the way our body looks. So because that's no longer happening, I was like, I'm going to have to like dive into how I feel about my body now. And that's yeah. kind of how the, the body positivity, like yeah. having a positive body image came up for me. And just a couple of things that you just said and so important and it's just so important also for us coaches, but with everything and it's like pretty much in every profession, right? When you start with a profession, you just did your studies, you just, and you think the thing that you know is right, right? Mm -hmm. And so when we go, and I've done this a lot, like yourself, I was following, you know, some people, I was, what are they saying? How can you say that? That's so not true. and then you grow older and you do more self-development and you actually start to listen what you just said you do, you did too. And then you hear other things and then you think, well, you know, I don't always have it right. Then you will implement other things from other people and what works for you. And I think that's the thing too. I just hope that nowadays, even that they're still trying to marketing diets, it's not about the diets. Like what you said, diets don't work. I think diets do work, but it doesn't work for people in a long, like, yes, a diet will definitely work if you are strict with it. And for a few weeks, yeah, you will lose it, but it doesn't fit into your life if it's, if it's never fitted in your life before. So yeah, you and can do what I always say, if you can follow any diet, and the diet help you lose weight but you have to ask yourself could I do this for the rest of my life because no. that's the that's the lifestyle that you're choosing to do to lose the weight so if you're going down maybe a calorie counting route you're going to have to stay in that bracket to maintain that weight you just achieved for the for the rest of your to maintain and that's it. was not possible it's just no, not it's not and also no. I feel like we we have this um in our brain called the weight set point so basically, it's a, it's your body has already determined what weight it should be to, to fry that it's best. And to be, to be comfortable. And, and yeah. Yeah. So that you can eat, you can eat food, you can move around, you feel good, you feel energized, you're getting enough food and your brain's already decided this weight mm. is what Kaylee needs to be so that she can fry at her best and be the best human possible. When society, beauty standards says, no, 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 you need to be smaller. I go against what my brain's already told me I'm going to be. And I go on this diet to lose more weight or to whatever it is. I'm going against my body. So when I was doing that and I was trying to lose more weight, I felt as soon as like I kind of relaxed on the diet, my weight would go back up because my my body was like, no, 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 I need you here. This is where you need to be. So sometimes, and the more that we go on the diets, because our brain doesn't know we're dieting. It doesn't know that we're trying to lose weight. It's just like, oh my God, we've got no food. Like it just goes to complete panic. And that's why we have all these food faults and we can't stop thinking about food when we're on diets. And that's why we give in so much. 
But the more you diet, the more you do it, the more you keep restricting yourself, your weight set point starts going up and up and up because your brain, your body wants to keep you alive. So it's like, okay, well, if she's going to keep going in this starvation mode, although it's not starvation, but we're in a restrictive mode, we're going to have to keep putting her weight up. So when she gets access to food, she's going to put that weight back on. And that's what we want her to do to keep her alive. Mm -hmm. So if we just, and I'm going to like, if we stop dieting, and listen to what our body wants. Yes, I want you to eat your fruit and veg, right? But that hasn't got to be a diet. That can just be living our lives, eating food, right? And I think you got, yeah, and I think you got that right. And I want to really, you know, say this to the listeners too. If If we talk about a diet, it needs to be, of course, it needs to be a healthy diet, but there can still be, hey, I eat healthy, but I still have ice cream, I still have chocolate. And I'm actually on the weight that I feel most comfortable with, that I still feel fit, that I can still bike, walk, swim, do my fitness, stuff like that. So because, hey, you can be a, a, a smaller or a bigger size because I have seen girls that are small and I've seen girls that are a bigger size with having no energy, like no energy at all. And I've seen girls with, high energy on both sides. So it's not about, it's about what Kaylee just said. It's about what you take in. You still need to feel comfortable, feel fit. Like if you feel unhealthy, no matter what size it is, then do something about it. Then you need to adjust your diet. But it's the the whole world of diet is so wrong your diet is your lifestyle and that, and that comes to the the next question because you said how passionate and I and I hear how passionate you are about this when you came from the life you came from from your eating disorder and then you know moving to your clients like how did you get so passionate about this and was that about what you heard on socials or was it mostly heard in your environment? Well, so it started to become a passion because the more that I was kind of growing on Instagram and more people were coming into my inbox, um, they were sharing their stories with me and how and 12 year old girls that I'm crying now thinking about it messaging me um you know how much they hate their bodies and mm. it broke it just broke my heart because uh, like I remember what it felt like to hate your body and and not to feel good in your body and then sorry I'm gonna get upset now <laughs> it's just, right. it really just it just breaks my heart thinking that there are women and girls staring in the mirror just hating their bodies and wanting to not be here anymore because they are being bullied and body shamed for what their bodies look like and it it's just it's just a no for me I can't I can't I don't want to live in a world where we are judged by the way our bodies look and it's just not okay and it, it needs to stop yeah uh, <laughs> I, I actually I'm sorry I know you <laughs> hated that you got maybe emotional there but that's exactly how passionate you are about this and how yeah. strong you feel about this and how how wrong it is exactly what you said. Why do we even look at girls? Like, it's mostly girls. We don't look at boys that much if they overweight at, like, the year of eight. Because we no, feel, if we see a chubby, yeah, if we see a chubby girl or a chubby boy, 
we like totally judge the girl way more than, and that starts very early already. And I know what, because what's your age, Haley? I'm 32. Yeah. So here we are. So we come from also the time that we didn't have socials. So you had the magazines and stuff, right? And I still yeah. feel that it was in a different way. It was worse. Like you see way more like empowerment now in women, but it's still, it's like, Oh yeah. So let's, let's, let's go from another, cause we actually said to the listeners, we actually just talked about, um, maybe do a series together about this. Cause I think we can go on and on about this, <laughs> but, um, yeah, we all know what we, uh, what we are talking about, but also for the listeners, I know that you girls and you women out there, you know, and you want to fight this as much as we are fighting this too. So when we do go and look online for this, we find a lot of speakers talking about self-love, right? And a lot of people write about the, this in their books and their stories. But body acceptance is still so far away. And ex- what I said, I feel it's coming more, but I know also for a lot of our listeners are struggling with their own body image. What can you teach them today that will be of value and what they can implement as a practice straight away? Definitely. I think um, when you kind of first start getting into the space of, <clears throat> I, you know, I want to feel good about my body. So we venture out online and we look for all of this stuff that's going to help us with our body image. And when I first started doing this, the message that I was getting was, you just need to love yourself, love yourself, love yourself. And I was like, I can't, I don't love my body. Like it just made no sense to me. It wasn't true. I couldn't feel it. No matter how many times I stood in the mirror and said, I love you. I love you. It just didn't, didn't work. Um, And I think that's the main message I want to get out there is that you do not have to love your body to, to have a positive body image. If you don't love your body, that's okay but you can learn to have a neutral feeling with it. So that's kind of the place that I got to. I couldn't look at my body and and have and say like, I loved my boobs or I love my tummy. Like it didn't make sense, but I had a neutral feeling with it. As in, I looked in the mirror and I have legs, I have arms, I have boobs, I have the tummy. And that's what it became to me. Like I just have them. They mean nothing to me. Like I don't have to hate them and I don't have to love them. They are just a part of my body, this amazing body that can make me move around the world and hug my family and all the loved ones. And when I came from a place of, of gratitude that, you know, my face is amazing because I can now speak on podcasts around the world. Um, my eyes can see um, a, a new family member entering into the world. Like mm. when you can start coming from a place of, of gratitude, I think that really helps. And it's not an overnight thing. It takes time. But if you can, like my first step and what really helped me was reading books, listening to podcasts, sorting out my social media, because when I went on social media, all I was following was the fitspo people that had all this, you know, lean, thin body. And if you just follow my diet plan, you'll get my body. And I'm like, no, darling, you were born with that body. That's your genetics. You did nothing to achieve it. Like you were born thin. You were and you probably have the genetics to have a lean body. And like, so I unfollowed all of those people. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I started following people bigger than me. I started following all different 
um, coaches of women who were celebrating their bodies, who weren't scared of their bodies. And they were like, if her down the next door with a thin body can show up in a bikini, then I'm in a size 20 and I can show up in a bikini too. And I, and it just fed a different message in me. It fed the message that you can, you can be in love with yourself at any size, like love and confidence isn't a one size. It's the body you have right now. And that really helped me. So if you want to take a step today, it would be sort your social media out, go and unfollow any page that you land on. And it says to you, well, now I'm judging my body. I feel horrible about my body because I'm I'm triggered by her body. She may be a lovely person and you, you know, you like following her, but if she is triggering you to make you feel bad, unfollow or put a restriction on their account so the feed doesn't, the post doesn't pop up in your feed. Do that. Start buying some books and downloading podcasts that are talking about body image and self-love. And the more that you can hear other people's stories and messages, then it just, something just clicks in your brain. You're like, well, if she can do it, I can do it too. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's huge. And that was a huge thing for me too. And I still remember that, you know, like I know life before phones and before social media and when I started with social media, I started, I always, um, this is like, I'm going like up, like I'm going back in time and, and <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, like what you said, I had one girl in particular, I, I just was, I wouldn't say jealous, but just, I was just looking at her body and I was like, wow, that's just, comparing but yeah I was so comparing and this was a girl in her 20s not a mom like myself and and she was doing comms I was doing comms and I was just looking at her and and I know that she was very not comfortable with her own life and stuff but I was just looking at her body and I was like oh my god so but most of the times and actually all of the people that I was following up always motivating me even if they have an awesome body they still motivating me but this girl in particular and it was and maybe it's just one or two people what Kaylee said just maybe one or two people in your in your stories that always comes up of in your feet that just trigger you get them out of your Instagram and I did and I felt so amazing and I never looked back and it's weird that sometimes we have one or two persons, mostly not more than that, that we always go back to that. We always look at and then we think, oh my God, she has this amazing life or she has this amazing body and I need to do exactly what she does. But the thing is also, again, I was looking at a girl and I know, I know that a lot of listeners do this too. I was looking at a girl that had a totally different life than me. And then I realized she has a different life than me. I could, she could never do what I do. And I, and I actually didn't want to do what she did. I just wanted to have, you know, that same body or whatever. And it's such a mind fuck. And I'm sorry, I'm swearing, but it is. Mm-hmm. And you know, what you said, start there, start with listening to so much self-love, listening to meditations about it, listening to stories and what I always do with my clients, and it's a very hard and deep practice, but 
going in front of the uh, mirror and actually mirroring yourself. What you said, just start with, I have arms, I have legs. I'm actually happy that I have arms because some people don't have arms. I'm actually happy. So only positive thoughts. As soon as you have negative thoughts, go into this negative thoughts because it's, you know, you actually want to find out where they come from too. And just keep standing and looking at yourself in the mirror and you will feel a lot of emotions, but it is a practice. And as soon as you feel overwhelmed, walk away and start again another time. You know, all these little practices and do what you feel is good for you, but stop looking at others that have a totally different life, totally different lifestyle. The only thing that I could say, and you already said it a little bit, but, you know, take away from others that you love, that you love. So not that you're jealous of, but that you love and motivate you and go with that. But if it triggers you, move away from it, isn't it? Yeah, I absolutely love that. And the mirror stuff. And I think it's also important to know it. You're not going to do it tomorrow. It's not going to work tomorrow. But no. it's like you said, it's, it's a practice. And for me, I, I think I got maybe three months into kind of my healing and I was starting to feel better. I'm now a year and a half in and I'm still working on it because I'm still going to have bad body image days. I'm still going to be triggered by media or something that pops up in my feed without me knowing I wanted it to pop up. But it's the, it's a like meditation. It is a practice and you have to keep doing it every day. And eventually the negative thoughts, they do drain out. They will never go away, but you get better at catching it and then say, Oh no, no, not today. And you throw it away. Like you get better at doing that. So it's practice. Yeah. And I always like when um, it's a, maybe a little morbid to say, but in the end, when let's say when you die, people will never say, oh, her body was so beautiful. She was so beautiful. They would never say that. People and friends and, and the, the people that you love the most and they need to matter the most, not your audience, not your freaking followers because that's just so, it's just so on the surface. That's nothing. You need to love yourself. But in the end, they will say how kind you were and they will say how empowerment or inspiring you were to them because you stood up or or whatever it is. Go with that. And that's exactly what you say. What motivates you? It's life. Life is too short. And this is very easy to say, but life is too short to struggle with it. Hey, I like you and like many women and like many people out there, you sometimes have bad days and sometimes, yes, you are more bloated than the other day. And sometimes you think, oh my God, like I have pimples at the moment <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, you know, that's what just what it is. And that's what life is. And starting to do the little practices, do the the step-by-step. And, and if I'm now going into the next question and you actually answered it already a little bit about your eating disorders and I actually want to quote you enough is enough what was for you the light in that darkness or what was the eye opener was that the story you just told about that girl or was it something else it was definitely the story about that girl at first because I was like what is she on about but when I went back and listened and she because for our brains like if something makes sense it it makes sense so 
especially when we're in like the world of nutrition, when someone tries to explain nutrition to you and how it works in the body, if you can logically be like, well, yeah, that makes sense. We use carbs for energy. So, and if we want to burn fat, we should eliminate the carbs because then our body's going to use the fat and not the carbs. Like it makes sense. You're like, okay, like this makes sense. I'm going to do it. When she started talking about how that doesn't act, when she gives you the truth about you need carbs, like, and you're just like, okay, that makes sense too. And like, when something can make logical sense in your brain, then your your brain opens up for you to ex- receive that that information. When something doesn't make sense, your your brain rejects it, and you're like, that's not true. I don't believe that. That's not what it is, and you and you reject it. When she explained it to me, that's why it took 10 years, right? Because I probably heard that messaging before, but my brain was like, no, that didn't, you you know, right? But she explained it so well. And I, and I trusted her and I liked her and I loved her. And so I wanted to listen to what she said. Then my brain opened up. And then, then the more that I brought in more information by buying the books, listening to podcasts, hearing other people use different language than what I wasn't used to, it started making sense. And that's an important thing that I still learn today is that I'm still learning new language of how we should say stuff and um, how words can affect people. So I, from a year and a half, I've definitely completely changed as a human being. Isn't that Mm. amazing? And I think you've got that exactly, you know, we hear this all the time and we know this, like, let's say we have five teachers in our lives or at school and all five say the same thing, but one of them will relate to you. And that's exactly what that girl did to you. You heard it probably so many times before, but it didn't click yet because it, in the way they spoke, it was not a lot in alignment with you. It was not aligned. Yeah. So it was like, and this is what, so that's why Kaylee also said, listen to a lot of podcasts, read a lot of books. Cause I have so many books that I read and some books I'm like, I don't like the writing of it. I don't like how you put it out there and for many people it will help but you know you just need to find and then at like at time you will start following the same people you start you know the same sort of messages that click with you and that will be exactly made for you and um and I think I like I love to actually talk about about this and I, I have a couple of last questions for you and we, we talked about this before, before the listeners couldn't uh, hear it. But personally, I do have the feeling, even though I am a big fan of all, you know, that we all have an amazing body image and thoughts and self-love. Also, I'm a big fighter for health. And this often goes hand in hand if we worry about our bodies, like high body fat, skin problems, unhealthy organs, unhealthy fat, and, you know, mentally stressed um, or depressed. The more healthier we become in our choices, the more healthier we become in our bodies. What are your thoughts about this and what will be a great combination to have both in the way that you are healthy and that you are happy with your body and and how would you get there? So I am 100% believe that you can be healthy at any size because health, weight and health are so complex that you can't always have um, weight loss as, as a health indicator. Because for example, let's just say I want, you know, I, for health reasons, I need to lose 20 pounds. So then all I do is eat one Mars bar a day. 
I eat one Mars bar a day, right? Mm. I lose the 20 pounds quite quick. Like it comes up. You will. Am I, am, am I healthy? I've lost 20 pounds and everyone says that if I lose 20 pounds, I'll become healthier. Yeah, no. But yeah. Ha- but the way I did that was not healthy. So my in- insides and my brain and my energy are completely not healthy. That's why it's so complex. If we focus on health promoting behaviors, and that is what we should have been taught from a very young age, right? Because um, as a society, we have associated with, um, you know, dieting and exercise as weight loss. I was never brought up to, to um, as exercise for health. I was taught that you exercise to lose weight. You, 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 eat, you, eat, you eat certain foods to lose weight. I was never taught that exercise and eating my fruit and veg was purely for heart health, for strength, for a long life. Like I wasn't taught any, and for exercise, for pure enjoyment. Like, Can I just say, just amen to that? That is exactly our generation. So keep on going. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's what we now need to, and that's what now I have to teach my clients that because for years, 20, 30, 40 years, they've learned that they only go on diets to lose weight and they only exercise to lose weight. And we were never taught, they were never taught that we do that for our health, right? And and because we've learned all this diet stuff and we get you get so confused of actually how you should be healthy, how you should look after yourself, because I'm only looking after myself if I'm on a diet losing weight, or if I'm going to the gym an hour a day. We have to unlearn that and have a healthy relationship with food and a healthy relationship with fitness. So let's just say like, I've got a bigger person and she wants to work on our health. I'm only going to give her health promoting behaviors, which would be eating your fruit and veg, working out in a way that feels good and that honors your body. So I, for example, I have fitness and nutritional plans and my fitness, say someone wants to do weightlifting and I'll have a fitness plan that's eight weeks long and I give it to my client just, and it's on a calendar. So it's all, you know, they know what they're doing. I say to them, it, although it says it's eight weeks, it is not eight weeks. It's as long as it takes you to do it because not everyone can work out every single day because one life gets in the way we can get poorly a pandemic like all of this stuff can get in the way and I now teach them that fitness is in um is something you add into your life not the other way around so for so many years fitness was my life like that and health and dieting was like that's all I consumed that's what I planned my life around and it should be the other way around so when we focus on health promote behavior which is also not smoking and alcohol in moderation I know some people are like oh my god I can't give up alcohol don't give up alcohol just have it in moderation and those four things are four health promote behaviors that anyone that any size can do and even if this bigger person does all these health moment behaviors and and isn't losing weight in um like the standard time like you know like you need to lose it in so much time her health has improved because she's one working out she's eating her fruit and veg but as a, as a society we can't understand that because if without weight loss there was no results without weight loss then her health didn't improve but she did improve her health 
because she started working out and she was eating her fruit in bed. She was now socializing with friends, going out. She got a new job that she loves. Like her whole life improved and she was happy. I would rather her be happy and fat than thin and miserable. I love how passionate you are. You so hear your passion and everything you said is exactly, it's such a big answer for, I think, a lot of us to hear exactly what you said. We never got taught that moving your body and eating healthy was something that is just, that needs to be the normal. It's not for losing weight. It's just what it is. And this is all generation that we're talking about. And I know that the generation that will come, so all children and stuff that will be born and the, the smaller kids now, those will hopefully get to there. But now the teenagers of this time are still struggling because they get oh, yeah. way too much pressure of you need to look good, you need to go to the gym, not just to lose weight. You need to look good, you have need need to good a good bum, have some implants in and there. And that's why disordered eating, eating disorders have increased. Yeah. And we're yeah, seeing exactly. it more and more in teens. We're seeing mental health problems with teenagers now because of the pressure of society having to look a certain way. It's so it's such a different pressure than we had. I think every generation has a pressure, but I think this is a very quick life and a very fast life that loads of things are constantly changing. Like in a couple of years, it's not the butt anymore that needs to be big. It's then goes back to the boobs or like a, like a smaller waist. Oh, well, l- low-rise low jeans are back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing low-rise jeans. <laughs> I, I hate them. I'm not, if you, not doing <laughs> If you burn, <laughs> you see a whole crap. <laughs> I'm so, no. It's like. That was never a thing for me. I'm like very uncomfortable. (laughs) Hey, if we are talking about future, let's say, and there's a lot of girls and women out there that you influence, what would you say to the future mothers, the parents, or the world out there to put out there to our sons and our daughters? It definitely starts with you because your children are listening to how you talk about yourself. They are listening when, as a family, you've ordered a pizza to celebrate on a Friday and you say, oh no, I'm only having one slice because I'm being good. That is a message that gets passed on to your children. And this child is like, well, pizza's pizza's not good I'm not I can't have pizza I should only have one slice and that is when it starts that's when that innocent little comment that you made starts a little tiktok in your kid's brain and it's like shouldn't I look like this and when you look in the mirror and you're like does my butt look big in this that gives the message to the child that I shouldn't have a big butt like that's not okay like start with you healing your relationship with, with your body and with food and start with recognizing when you're being negative about your body in front of your children yeah, and then when you, when, mm. yeah and definitely and I feel like when then when you get to a good place and you start understanding positive words then start saying that to your children I do not when I look back at um, a 10 year old me I wish I could go back and tell her that she is enough and she hasn't got to hate her body and 
but because we are keep telling ourselves all these negative things about our body, it's passing on to our children. So I do 100% believe in the next couple of generations, we are going to be in a much better place with our body image. Because yeah. if it's up to us now, us now to start being better about our bodies so that we can tell our children that, and then they can grow up in a more better body image world. Yes, exactly. And I think you got that. It's all about words. You still remember. You still remember the words of your mom or dad, even though they didn't intend to be mean or anything. No. It just slips, it slips out. Or we, I, I also, don't know my mom your, different your parents, than. Your parents learn from their parents. It was exactly. just being passed down. My, yeah. my nan is still dieting and she's 92. I mm-hmm. don't know my mom different than she's dieting. I was always like, I don't want to be that person that's just always dieting because it's so unhealthy and it just, oh, it just does so much with your hormones and your happiness and stuff. So I love it when you say, just look out for what you say, what you say to yourself and your kids will hear that. But for the listeners also, these are our daughters and, and sons or the future that we are talking about, like even talking if you have some boys at home talk to how bodies of girls and that it's all normal to look that way and that you tell them that what we see in tv or media that that's not real it's not real and I love nowadays on socials that some influencers out there they actually show how it actually works so look around sure and there are many books about this um yeah, because this is the future, guys. And so it always starts with parents. As a last question, as being big like yourself on socials, what would you say and what would your biggest thing to say to people to be aware of? And what would you encourage people to do? On social? On anything. Or here or social, what would you encourage to do? Well, on social media, go and unfollow all those people. And then to start with yourself, I think it's just to recognize that your body is a good body, regardless of what it looks like, and that your body is the least interesting thing about you. And you haven't got to live like this anymore. You haven't got to wake up hating your body. You can wake up and your body is your last fault. Like it's not something that controls your life anymore. And I feel like those are the messages that really helped me is that if she can do it, I can do it too. If she can show up and have her stretch marks hanging out her shorts, I can too. And if, if you don't, if my body offends you, that's your problem, not mine. Yes. And again, and I want to say this and I thank you so much for that answer. If, if, if anything that comes out of this, podcast or this show and that you want to reach out or that you want to talk to me or to Kaylee or whatever then do that then contact us but also if you get anything out of this I hope you get that we are all different and all of our bodies are different and they are beautiful and just start looking at yourself how amazing it is and how how healthy you can make your own body, but your mindset and your mind too. It's all about that healthy mind and oh, you are just beautiful. And every person out there, we were all born so super unique with all like different fingerprints, different bodies. 
like in the animal world, not and there's no single animal out there that looks at themselves or that looks at others and thinks, yeah, you know, so why are we doing it to ourselves? And so I true. know exactly it is easier said than done, but do it in small steps. It's all about environment. It's all about what we put into our bodies. And also this is what we put into our bodies, not only food, but it's mental food, right? The yeah, 100%. Books, the people that we follow, what we look at, everything that you will look at into media, if it's in a film or a series or on socials, they take people, and I like I hope that will change someday too, they will just take the beautiful people out there because it's easier to watch to them, to, you know, to look at them. And that's horrible because we were, we are all beautiful and we were all born so amazingly. So please embrace that. Also, thank you, Kaylee, for all your shared knowledge and, of course, in time and energy, but follow her. She is such a big fighter for this. Her work and her words, you can see it on her socials or go to her website. And for every everyone that is listening, once again, love your body. Love it. Take care of it. Hold it. Embrace it. You just have one body. That's it. You just have one body. So that one body that makes you. So Kaylee, thank you so much. And I would love to do this again. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. All right, all right, all right. Awesome motivators. That was already the ending of this episode. But before we go, I would love to ask you if you like this episode and if so, the podcast, then share this with your friends or on your Insta stories and tag me in it at Monica underscore coach for women as this will totally help the podcast grow and with that we working on motivating women all around the world together and I would of course love to hear your thoughts and see where the motivation is going to and if you're ever thinking of achieving your biggest goal and working with me as your coach or cheerleader in your life, health or business, then please reach out on my Insta, Facebook or go to my website, heramazonianhealth.com, where all the information and packages are and, you know, you can get a taste of the rest of my life and business a bit. All right, guys, hope to see your amazing soul soon again on Motivation.